Warning, the following events are based on the personal accounts and recollections of three friends who too often find themselves in odd, weird, and flat-out absurd situations. We ask that you only enjoy the stories as they are told and do not try them at home. Please listen at your own risk. All right, guys. Here we go. <laughs> not to kink shame here. Oh, my God. What the hell is up with those kids snorting condoms? I don't think I've heard anybody doing that. There are kids snorting condoms? Y'all haven't seen that? Okay, everyone says millennials, millennials, millennials. It's really Gen Z that's going to kill us. A bunch of fucking weirdos. Y'all haven't seen people snorting condoms? It was like yeah. the same time people were eating Tide Pods. I was too busy eating Tide Pods. Why would you <laughs> snort a condom? What do you get out of that? Except for a lubricated nose. And at that point, just fucking take a bottle of lube and squirt it up there if that's what you want. No so one bad. wants herpes if you're... Never mind. <laughs> what? Are people getting nose fucked? Oh, that's, that's where I was going. They're I'm not, not sure. Is that a thing? For someone, I'm sure. How do you get nose Listen, fucked? we're not kink shaming. Pe- I know, but do you think there's penises small enough out there that can just like stick it in and wiggle it around a little bit? Maybe someone got a big nose. Okay. It's all about compatible That's an pieces. Idea. That is a point of view I have not yet considered. Maybe. Maybe someone's got a giant fucking massive nose. So narrow-minded. Maybe they're finger-fucking their noses. Why would you need a condom? I guess you don't want fingernails with that that you don't Was there a moral of this story about the condoms? Yeah, no. what, what are we getting at? That's a discussion. <laughs> well, then. All right, welcome back, book club. <laughs> oh, God. This is what people tune in for. I'm Chris. And I'm Sarah. I'm Eric. Condom free nose here. All right, guys. Welcome back to Stories from the Phone Book. We're on to episode 10. Double digits. How did this happen? This episode is called (laughs) Don't Put My Sticky Tits in the Fish Tank. Sticky titties. Can't wait to see how this goes. Never thought you'd hear that, did you? (laughs) This isn't common among friend groups. (laughs) (laughs) People have to discuss this, apparently. Well, this episode revolves around a concert, as obviously the name implies. We were invited to see a country concert up in Columbus at basically at a bar that had a big stage, and they were known for tequila. I wanted to go to this concert for one reason. I did not give the slightest fuck what country dude was performing. The opener was the Walmart yodeling kid. Yeah! Given an opportunity to see him, I was like, fuck, yes. Would you ever get another chance to see him? Absolutely not. What's That's, he even doing now? Uh, he, I, uh, His balls probably dropped. He's about to start <laughs> high school, probably. I don't know. No, I think he still is making music. I just think, like... Puberty? No, but like, think about yodel, the whole yodel, setting. Yodel. Seeing the Walmart yodeling kid at a tequila country bar when the hell are you ever gonna get that opportunity again and it was the absolute perfect place to see this you know what like 10 year old kid who's got cowboy boots on and a big hat and he's playing the part really well yes it oh god it was wonderful and so we the other people who are going to be a part of this story is going to be cc and my cousin the bounty hunter us four are all going to go to this concert together and we were like, me and Eric were like, okay, we'll just meet you guys up at the bar. Because I think we both worked that day. They didn't work or something. And so it's like, we'll just meet you guys there and it'll be fine. 
we meet them up at the bar, and as soon as we see them, we're like, okay, let's get some drinks. And they run off to a different bar than me and Eric go to. And so then me and Eric are like, okay, let's this bar back here doesn't have a line. Let's just go up there and kind of feel out this environment. So we get up there, and we both ordered vodka energy drinks. A crowd favorite. Yes. Honestly, I don't even know what the drink was. But he brought us two drinks, and they both were wrong. They tasted like shit. No, they were awful. And I was like, I don't know if this is your first time bartending, maybe. And then it started like occurring to me, maybe that's why there's not a line. <laughs> yeah, apparently people have also, other people have learned that this bartender does not know what he's doing. Right. So then I just said something. I was like, this is not what we ordered. We just want vodka energy drinks. Can you please get that for me? And he comes back, gives us our drink. And I'm like, okay, let's just go find Cece and the bounty hunter because this has been way too long. And they are probably wondering what the hell happened to us. We walk away and we're walking back up to the front of the venue for where the concert is. And I think it was my drink that I looked down and I had like this massive fucking fly in my drink. And I was like, what the actual hell? Like we have been here for maybe a total of 15 minutes. What is going on? Buzz, buzz, bitch, drink up. Right. So then we stopped by the other bar on the way back. And that's when we were like, okay, please take these drinks. Because we told her, I was like, there's a fly in our drink. She's like, just give it to me. I'll give you guys new drinks. We got our new drinks. We were good to go. They were exactly what we asked for. Little did we know this was going to be foreshadowing for how the rest of our night was going to go. A total shit show. Believe it or not, this did not go as planned. (laughs) We had the best of intentions. Did you this time, though? I would say so. We were going to see the yodeling kid. I I wasn't there. I don't know. Yeah, this is like a 10-year-old's performing. What could possibly go wrong? Famous last words. Right. Like, we thought this was just like a wild Chuck E. Cheese. A wild Chuck E. Cheese. (laughs) (laughs) And then, you know, but like, honestly, we were not going to drink a bunch. We were just going to hang out, have a good time. But it was one thing after another that just kept going wrong that we should have just left. We should have been like, screw it. We don't need to see the yodeling dude. See you last episode for a lesson. Yeah, you always need to leave. We should have started this before, like many years ago, that we could learn from our own lessons. <laughs> Clearly we never did. Clearly we probably we never will. <laughs> well, that's probably true, yeah. We haven't stopped doing dumb shit. The best part of this entire night was when the Walmart yelling kid was performing. Because he was just kind of funny. Hey, he's not bad by any means. There was one point where he was you know, between songs and he's taking a sip of water from a water bottle. And the whole crowd just starts chanting, chug, 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 chug. <laughs> and he does. He just tilts his bottle back and finishes it and, like, takes half a step and just yells, I'm starting to feel it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I guess little kids, we've got a sense of humor. Which also, it's a weird dynamic that this is a bar he legally can't even get into. And he's performing for all these drunk people. Yeah, and it's not like there's a bunch of kids his age there to see it. No, this is just a regular bar and it's a concert and it's a bunch of drunk ass adults watching this child do this it was so weird and even like the bar itself is set up weird though because you have at the front of the bar where the stage is then you have like dead space but then there's all these random like it was it's just not laid out very well for a concert like i thought it was very disorganized yeah there's not much room for people to stand like in that dead space that's where they put um, like the, a lot of the crew and like all their music shit. Like the DJ booth yeah. kind of thing. So that takes up sound tons booth. of space and you sound can't, booth. yeah, the sound booth. You can't see around it. it. It's just not very good. And then right behind that is the actual bar bar. Right. So obviously there's no space to hang out there. There was an upstairs with, which was basically overlooked the whole place. So we could have gone up there, but we never made it that far. 
Well, and like we said, it's the weird, the weirdest thing is where the sound booth is located is it was kind of located in the middle of the crowd. Well, then all of their wires and the power sources, everything they need to actually keep this concert running is all basically just being ran across the ground where people are walking. And it was just, it was a terrible setup. So after the Walmart yodeling kid finished up, I think that's when we met up with CC and the Bounty Hunter. We finally mm-hmm. found them because they had gotten there a while before we did. And then the actual headliner started to perform a little while later. And he was probably two songs in and all the sound went out. The power went out. No sound, nothing. He was just singing and all of a sudden it was silent. Oh. Did the lights go out? No, the lights didn't go out at yeah. this point. It was just it was the sound. Ju- just just the all sound. Of the sound. Because it came back to where those wires were placed. The people were just walking and they would trip and they'd unplug things. Was he lip syncing? No. Okay. He would start like, <laughs> you guys can't see me, but he would just start like mouthing and you could tell no one could hear him and then he'd stop and he'd start looking around because like he could not hear anything back. Yeah. It was the weirdest situation. And so then they would have to clear the crowd out and trying to find where it disconnected and how they can reconnect it. Yeah, it was like a 10, 15 minute process. Yeah. And so in between this process, I was like, okay, I've got to go to the bathroom and let's go to the bathroom. And then next to this bar is another bar. And next to this bar is another bar. Well, little did we know that there's hallways in between all of these bars when you go back to the bathroom that, like, if we wanted to leave this bar and go to the one next door, we could just go through this hallway and we'll be in the next bar. Yeah, they were all connected. So we went back to the bathroom and came back out. And there's this guy. We run into him probably at every concert. Okay, maybe not, like, every concert, but most of the concerts we go to, he's there. We go to a lot of concerts. Right. And all in very different types of music. Right. That, <laughs> well, and in the... different places. We've seen him in different states at different concerts, too. Right. That's the weirdest thing, is we do listen to different kinds of music. Like we said, <laughs> emo, we're sad. But then it's like, I also love... <laughs> and we listen to the Walmart emo, <laughs> yeah, emo music yeah. and the Walmart yodeling kid. But like, we do listen <laughs> to country, we do listen to rap, we listen to pop, we listen to a bunch of different things. And it's every single concert that we are at, he is there. Even like random ones, like when we go to Pittsburgh, we run into him in Pittsburgh. I'm like... Now, let's just say, we do know who he is. No, like, he went to yes. your guys' high school, yeah, not he, just some random stranger we found on the street. Yeah, no, <laughs> he was, he graduated in my high school class, but we see him all the time. And it's like, at some point, like, dude, we should just start saving money on gas and commute together. Because like, <laughs> we we're, all going, like, we're all going to the same place all the time. So we ran into him, we said hi, everything was great, and he was fine. So somewhere in this time period we're not really sure what happened but cc and the bounty hunter go from like if we're going on a drunk scale of one to ten go from a solid like three to like a seven real quick they like to say that they think that they were drugged just because of the way that it happened because they didn't have much to drink and everything else they say they didn't this, have much and this isn't drink. like it's out of the ordinary no but <laughs> i guess according to them they only had two drinks and so for them to have two drinks and to be that like crazy it is kind of out of the ordinary, but it's also no one really saw them do it. So who knows what actually happened that night. But that's the story that we're sticking with is that they were drugged or something happened. Someone spiked their drink. <laughs> we're sticking to the story that something happened. Yeah, something happened to them. <laughs> and we get back from the bar and these two fuckers are like going crazy. And me and Eric are like, what the fuck happened? Like we were, How long were we in there? Yeah, yeah we were gone for like five minutes and they're just nuts at this point. And they're twerking everywhere, they're dancing, they're having a good time, like, they, they're just gone. And I'm like, I, no, I have no idea. I don't know what happened. And so whatever, they get the power situation fixed, and we're like, okay, the show will begin again. This is great. This is wonderful. Two songs later, fucking power went out again. 
No more music. Like, where the fuck are we? Why? Like, this place is very much set up to be a concert venue sort of thing. Shouldn't they have this shit figured out? You would think. And then, again, same situation. We're now taking another pause in the show because we have to clear everything out. We have to find where the power got kicked out. Let's re, you know, do this. So I was like, okay, let's go. We're trying to get a drink and we can't get to the bar because there's so many people because everyone else is having the same thing, idea. So I was like, Eric, let's just go to the next yeah, bar. We knew a secret. Right. We know a hallway that everyone doesn't know about. Let's go. Almost like Narnia. Let's go through the tunnel to the new bar. And we go through. To the bar. Yeah. To the bar. We go through this, the tunnel to the next bar and we get our drinks super quick and we come on back. Little did we know there is a max capacity limit. We played ourselves. And at that time, they were at max capacity. So we were not able to re-enter the bar until a few people had came out. So we're just chilling in the hallway. And I'm over here like, okay, I paid money to be here. I don't know why I can't get in. And two, Cece and the bounty hunter are running around doing whatever the fuck they're doing. Like, this is going to be a nightmare. And we're standing in this hallway. There's probably 10 or so people just waiting. But people keep coming back in because a few other people knew about this hallway. And they kept trying to come back in, and there was a, an actual bouncer standing there telling people that, again, they're at max capacity, and they can't let them back in. And a lot of these people are really drunk, and they're just getting pissed. Yes. And they're ready to punch this dude. And, of course, it's a giant man, so not going to well, be shit. But and, they, like, I don't blame him, though. Like, you paid money to see this concert, and then now you're being told that you're not allowed back in the venue? Like, I'd be pissed, too. Right, but at the same time, you left. We left. Right, but it was also, right, that makes sense because we left and went to another bar. No, I have no idea to stay down. You're right. Like, we did I mean, <laughs> we I'm just angry somewhere yeah, else and I'm mad they won't angry. let us back in. <laughs> no, you're right. Like, so eventually we get back into the we bar. We thought we were being smart because, once again, we had the best of intentions. We always do. We always do. Cheers. No. <laughs> <laughs> we get back into the bar and we... Go over, we find CC and we find the bounty hunter. And again, they're getting worse. They're not like an eight or a nine, but they're just drunk. But on the bright side, the music was back on. Yes. The concert had resumed. We were excited to see the show. Like it was back on. We were enjoying it and it was great. Then we get back. We are standing with CC and the bounty hunter and they're like, okay, we'll be right back. We're going to go to the bathroom. And we're like, okay, what trouble could they possibly get in? This would be fine. No one needs to do with them. And thank God they went together because they were drunk as shit. They were a mess. They were, yeah, they were falling all over each other and whatever. And, well, there's never a dull moment, it seems. <laughs> because Sarah and I are just kind of hanging out. We've kind of slowed down at this point because we were kind of fed up with not being able to get back in. And the power or the music had gone off twice and whatever. Well, this time... All of the power went out to the whole place. It was now pitch black, other than like a few exit signs. Of course, the music and everything had stopped, and you could not see. There was like a fire alarm going off, and so it was like you had like this flashing light coming from the ceiling, but that was it. Like you could not see anything else. It was just, it was dark. And I remember Cece and the bounty hunter, they told us, they were like, yeah, we were in the bathroom, just peeing, and the lights went out, and they just screamed, like, what's going on? And... Of course they're hammered. So to them, it's like... I can just imagine Matt, like, whatever conversation those two had, you know, across stalls, like, ah, what the fuck? Right, I can't too. 
And they're probably screaming and just like super upset about the whole thing. Oh, God. It was bad. Again, just it was a shit show. Like, how the fuck does that happen? All these things happen to us and I don't understand it. But then I guess we wouldn't have a podcast if it did. That's true. Our lives would be really boring if we didn't operate under Murphy's Law and everything just seemed to go wrong. Right. <laughs> but let the record show. Scampers was not there to save the day. Maybe that was the problem. <gasps> I was is... keeping Scamps occupied. Yeah, this is a Scamps-free episode. Well, kind of. Sort of. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We'll get there. Okay. Scamps is not at the heart of the issue of the story. No. We'll just say that. He didn't start the, the problems. <laughs> yeah, the Damn yodeling It's the yodeling kid. kid's fault. <laughs> we love you. Keep yodeling. Luckily, apparently this place had an on-site electrician and he was very busy that night because eventually the power came back on and the concert was over. Um, but, you know, of course, there's music and stuff playing in the background. And now it's it's not very late. So we're just still hanging out, drinking, doing whatever, trying to keep the bounty hunter and CC in check. But things oh. just can't <clears throat> not happen. Well, and then we're like, okay, let's go over to this bar. Let's just get a drink. Let's keep this night going. Me and Eric are like, we are not nearly drunk enough for this event. Like, let's let's drink some. Maybe this will be a little more enjoyable. And that lasted about half a drink. Well, and it had also been raining that day, which we should have mentioned. So the floors were pretty, pretty slick just from people coming in from outside. And this company did an awful job about cleaning up. And people were constantly dropping drinks and spilling drinks. And I mean, and like they, glass bottles. Right. Yeah. Like people were dropping glass bottles and someone would come over and they'd clean up the glass, but they would leave like all the liquid on the floor. And so these floors were very slippery and it was just, it was a nightmare. I remember us walking over to a table and I just feel the bounty hunter just fall into me. And I'm like, what the hell? And You're I, under arrest. Well, (laughs) I turn around and I'm like, oh, my God, she had twisted her ankle and fell right into me. And like her ankle was fucked in stripper heels. Oh, yeah. yeah. These these giant heels. Yeah. And like these six inch heels. And I'm like, oh, my God. So I like pick her up and I was like, "Okay, like, are you okay?" And we try to get her to walk and she can't walk like she keeps falling. And then I remember we tried to like pick her up and put her like have her hold a table She's holding the table. She's pulling the table on top of her, so she's almost falling over with the table. <laughs> yeah, she wasn't able to balance on one leg because she was drunk enough. Right. She was and, so hammered. Yeah, so she starts pulling the table, which, of course, just starts sliding across the ground. About falls over, so I grab it real quick. Right. Yeah. And we're trying to hold her, and I'm like, honey, you got to hold your own body weight. Yeah, you got to like, do something. And she's just, like, at this point, dead weight. Like, she is doing nothing to keep her body standing. She was doing nothing, like to have any kind of balance like she's just she's dead weight like we would have been better to leave her on the floor it would have been easier yeah and good old Cece was super helpful she was off dancing on every stranger she could find in classic she, Cece fashion no, no, no. Yeah. Cece was dancing on this girl's husband and <laughs> this woman is getting mad and like wanting to like kick Cece's ass so I'm like, I look at Eric, I'm like, we need to go. Like, this is not turning out okay. Like, we just need to get out of here. And I'm like, okay, can you manage these two? <laughs> like, I know you got one who can barely stand and the other one who's about to get her ass kicked, but can you try to manage the situation? Yeah, I gotta hold one up and keep the other one on leash. Right. <laughs> Old street meat. Well, that was the problem. Yeah. Whenever you left Cece alone, she just finds something else to she dance on. She disappeared. Every time. Right. She, just, she had to twerk. She had to twerk on everything that she could, and she wouldn't stop. You have her twerking. You have the bounty hunter crying and Who, wait, pulling. Wait, pause, pause. Who twerks to country music? Cece. Well, but 
Okay, but at this point, they weren't playing country music anymore because, like... Oh, it was, it was like, back to normal. Okay. Yeah, it was, like, yeah. Okay, it's like, why on yeah. earth? And, but, no, she would. Just twerk. She would twerk, too. Yeah. <laughs> a a yodel care. twerk? Is that a, Can we copyright that? Yodel, yodel twerk? Yodel, 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 yodel. <laughs> I'm like, good luck. I'm going to go get the car. Okay, I'm sprinting across the parking lot to get to this car to get it back over to the front of the building. Because my idea was I could pull it right up front. We can just walk them out the door, put them in the car, and we'll go. Yeah, we kind of park kind of... Not super far away, but kind of in another parking lot. And we yeah. knew that the bounty hunter wasn't going to be able to walk that. And I sure shit didn't want to carry her. Right. And there was, an, but between both of us, like, are you going to, are you going to carry the bounty hunter? And I'm just going to, you know, hold Cece's ass in <laughs> Drag place. Drag Cece by the hair. Right. Make sure she gets out of like, there. Like, just hold her in place. Make sure she's not twerking on everything she sees. Like, <laughs> who knows? This, this is not, let's just, we need the shortest distance just to get them to the car and be done with the situation. So I walk out, I get the car, I park the car in front of the building and I'm walking in the door and right as I walk in, whoop, I and fall. She I fell flat on my ass <laughs> and I am laying on my back and the thought just occurred to me like, fuck this. This could not get any worse. And I'm like, I'm just going to lay here. You know what? I have not had a second to rest since this night started. I'm just going to lay here. And I'm laying on the ground looking up and all these hands just shoot over in front of my face like, do you need help? Do you need help? And I was like, no, please leave me. (laughs) (laughs) So they're staring at the ceiling. Yeah, just no, no, no. Leave me here to die. (laughs) Better yet, run me over, will you? (laughs) Yeah, you know what? Actually, what I really need help with is can you go grab those two bitches over in the corner? I'm going to lay here. Leave me to die, please. So I get up and I go and I think I grabbed Cece and I was like, I'm going to go throw her in the car. I will be right back to help you. I'm not kidding. The bounty hunter went dead weight. There was no way that Eric was going to be able to get her out of there the way that she was acting. He needed my help to help get her out of there. If she even had the ability to just hop on one leg like any other human being could do. That it would have been fine. I could. It was yeah. gonna hold one arm, and we were, she was gonna hop away out of there. But she couldn't do that. No. So she needed one person on each side I of mean, her to literally just carry her. This is the same girl that cried because we didn't have the radio on one night because she was so drunk on yeah, the way she home. Wanted to listen to she Jeremy. just <laughs> needed music on the drive home. <laughs> she, she started crying. Love you, bounty hunter. <laughs> and so I was like, "Let me go put Cece in the car." Getting her to the car was a fucking challenge. She just wanted to twerk on everything. And you ever had a dog get loose that just wants to go play outside? They just no, take off. No, 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 not even that. It's like you ever have a dog get loose that just wants to hump everything. And <laughs> I'm like chasing her down. I'm like, come on, girl, get to the car. So we finally get her in the car, and I leave her there. I opened up the back door, and she just fell in. And I was like, that'll do. whatever. Close the door. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Throw her feet in. She's fine. Not my problem. She's just face first in the seat. Whatever. I'll deal with her later. And I get back inside, and I think at that point, a bouncer head came in, and they were helping you get Bounty Hunter out of there. Yeah, they saw that she was struggling to stay on her feet, so I had her arm around my shoulder to help get things moving, and this bouncer saw what was going on, so he just grabbed her without saying a word, and we started moving towards the door. And Which then, I was thrilled when I got inside, because then I see, because I, like, walked back in the door, and you guys were almost at the door already. Yeah. I was like, okay, good, we can get out of here. I can just see this large man carrying her over his one, like, just yeeting her over his shoulder I and slow-mo, <laughs> slow-mo oh. carrying her out to the like, car. I would have been like, wait, one second, let me get a picture. <laughs> well, I remember the bounty hunter, as we're leaving the building, she's like, don't forget my shoes. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that was a whole process of trying to get her shoes off. I'm like, you can't stand on one foot in these. Yeah, because she's in these six-inch heels. I'm like, you, know, you need to take your shoes off and stand on this ground. Like, we need some level playing field here. Oh, yeah, and as myself and this real bouncer are carrying her out, we, of course, come across a bunch of shattered glass on the ground. So I'm like, oh, you're not doing anything. Pull your feet up for a second so that you don't step on this glass and your bare-ass feet. 
she didn't listen to me. She just kind of kept walking. Pretty sure she stepped right through it. Didn't say anything, thankfully. She was but, drugged. Yeah, she, <laughs> she, she was drugged. So we finally get them both into the car. And eventually the only way that Cece was like okay in the car was I had to pull the passenger seat all the way up. And Cece, she just like fell into the car, but she was bent over the back seat, knees on the ground, and they were just a mess. Like, they were a total freaking disaster. Oh, they were awful. And we decided, since I didn't have much to drink because I ended up being frustrated with everybody all night, that I'd be driving the car home. And we get maybe half a mile down the road, and Cece was just like, I'm gonna puke. Like, oh, hell no. So we whipped the car into a gas station, and we made it maybe the car's length into the driveway into the gas station, and Cece just fell out of the car. She falls. And hits her head on the curb. (laughs) Yeah, falls out of the car, hits her head on the curb, and all you hear is, ow. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, Eric, deal with this. I'm going to run into this gas station real quick, get them some water, and then I'm going to get, like, a shopping bag in case they do throw up, they can throw up in this bag. So I come back. She's back in the car. We have the water. And everything seems okay. She's not going to throw up anymore. We can go ahead and go. We should be fine. And we finally leave this gas station. And we're still 35 minutes from home. Yes. We're not very close. But we got everyone in the car. And those two fell asleep in the back. And all was good. And that, that's a win. Psych. Yeah, all was, no, no, no. All was good for about five uh, minutes. I understand. <laughs> I understand. But just getting those two in the car. Uh, <laughs> then they start talking. And they're just like speaking straight gibberish. And the bounty hunter goes in this long rant about how she needs to call her boss to call off work for the next day. Oh, yeah. She starts getting upset. Like, she's about in tears again. Yes. She's like, you don't understand. I need to call them. I don't want them thinking that it's because I'm drunk. (laughs) You're going to call them at 2 in the morning. Yeah, they'll have no idea. Yeah, she wants to call them at 2 in the morning. I was like, don't call them. I need to call them. I can't go to work tomorrow. I can't do this. I need to call them. And even, you know, Cece's chiming in, I wouldn't call them now if I was you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a fucking... Epitome of good advice, Cece here. Right. I'm like, yeah, as she's still bent over the seat, I'm like, yeah, solid advice there, Cece. Why don't you just worry about not throwing up? She just keeps going on and on. And I'm like, no, like, don't do that. We'll make sure that everything's taken care of. This is not a good move. Like, they're clearly going to think you're drunk. They're not going to think that you just sprained your ankle. Like, this is not going to work out. You can't call them right now. And so we finally get back to Cece's place because that's where they're staying. And so we need to drop them off. Yeah. So once again, Sarah and I are the only ones who can function. Yeah, we pull up the car and had to, we had to come up with a game plan. What do you mean once again? This one night. <laughs> this one time, Sarah and I were the ones who could You function. weren't there, Fur. You were yeah. a victim well, of this. Yeah, y'all had to function because I wasn't there to do it for you. You were not. Okay. And if you would have been there, then we wouldn't have needed the bouncer to help us get them out of the place. I would have eaten over my shoulder. See, I'm just saying. No, you I would have left You were not a victim of Cece and the bounty hunter, so you can't talk. Yeah. Sorry, it was rough. We're back at Cece's place, and we knew that we were both going to have to carry the bounty hunter out of the car. So Sarah takes Cece in and essentially tries to put her to bed. And Well, I took her in, and I'm helping her. At this point now, suddenly, Cece can't walk either. So I'm trying to help her get in there. I would get in the front door because I was like, let me just get a path. Like, Let me get the keys and all the doors open so we can get to where we want to go. I get her in there, and I like just lay her on the couch. And I'm like, okay, don't move. And it, I go back out to it help It seemed with. like y'all were gone for a long time. 
Because she wanted to talk. And I was like, we'll talk in a second. Like, don't move, okay? I'll be right back. So then we go out, and I'm like, okay, I need to help Eric with the bounty hunter. Yeah, so she comes back out, and we pull the bounty hunter out of the car. Each throw an arm around her shoulders, and we carry her drunk, bitching, crying ass inside. So we walk into the living room, and I'm ready. We're going to put her on the couch. Everything's going to be good, and there's... We're going to be in and out in 30 seconds. Right. Plan. There, we walk in, and there is Cece rolling around the floor. And I'm like, how the hell did you get there? Like, I left you on the couch. Why are you now on the floor? You had the, the soft, cushy spot. Like, why are you down there? But whatever. We're going to go ahead and put the bounty hunter on your on the couch, and this is going to be fine. I'll get, you know, Cece back to her room and to her bed with her boyfriend. Because this entire time, her boyfriend's in this apartment, and he's just sleeping. Not even yep. acknowledging us. Like, we don't exist. Yeah. Before she ends up back in her bedroom, she's like... Sarah said she's rolling around on the ground, and at this point, the bounty hunter, she seemed to sober up a little bit, and she, it took her a minute to realize that Cece was down there, right next to her, on the floor. She's been just like, what the hell is this zombie-ass bitch doing? (laughs) (laughs) And me and Eric are trying to keep this together, but we're like, oh my god, these two are a mess. And then the bounty hunter takes off what you call sticky tits. What that is, is basically it is like a bra that you can just stick to your boobs. So then like you won't have straps for if you're wearing like a strapless top. So she takes off her sticky tits, hands them to me and looks at me dead ass in the face. and says, don't put my sticky tits in the fish tank. (laughs) Thank God she said something. (laughs) Right. Because they were about to just get chucked right in there. Right. Like I was getting ready to dunk them. Sorry. I'm glad you pointed that out. Now that you said something, I won't dunkaroo your tits. Y'all never played sink or swim with your tits. (laughs) Y'all never played sink or swim with sticky titties? Clearly not. Like, is this a game? I don't know. (laughs) Well, okay. Clearly the bounty hunter has been a victim of this game. And I'm like, okay, I've got nothing. Like, I've got nothing left to say. Let's get Cece to bed. We get Cece back into bed. I throw her. We like throw her on the bed with her boyfriend. And she suddenly turned into dead weight as well. Because she hit the bed and she just slid right off. And I was like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn it. I thought we were so close. So then I like pick her up again. I put her on the bed. And finally she just like sticks. And she's like, thanks, guys. So I'm like, I got to go. Like, I just don't have the energy anymore. I have done what I can. We've gotten them both in. They are both now in bed. Like, I can't deal with this. And so we walk out and we pass the bounty hunter. And she was like, well, what about work? And I'm like, I will call you in the morning tomorrow at 8 a.m. for you to wake up, for you to call them and tell them, like, that you can't go to work. I will set an alarm on your phone. We will make sure that this gets taken care of. Don't worry about it. Like, it'll be okay. Just do not do it tonight. Right. Just just, just the only thing. Just don't do it tonight. If you do it tonight, they're going to know you're drunk. So then finally, Eric and I get out of this apartment. We were a little stressed at this point. At this point, I needed a drink. I was so stressed out. Like, I was like, I am exhausted. This has been one hell of a fucking roller coaster. And we just so happen to know a few people who are still out drinking. That's me. (laughs) Yes. And we're like, let's go to our friends. Hopefully they can keep their shit together. And if they can't, guess what? We can be the new CC and the bounty hunter. (laughs) Yeah, we will make them take care of us. It's your turn to make mistakes. (laughs) Shit rolls downhill and we're ready (laughs) to be that shit ball. So I was in PT school at this time and um, didn't have much free time. So um, I did not tell them until super late that I was interested in seeing the yodel kids. So I just made other plans at the time with, um, 
a few friends, namely Scambers, who y'all know very well, and the president, and the first lady, and I think there were a few other people there too, but we ended up doing a bar crawl in a suburb of Columbus, which, very important aside, drinks in this area are super cheap. Oh, don't worry, book clubbers. There will be plenty of stories about these bar crawls that attended in this area. <laughs> but we were at, I think, the last bar of the night by the time Sarah and Eric finish up their um, shit show of a night, I guess. They finally stumble in, and let me tell you, this bar is wonderful. They pour heavy. There's free popcorn. Fuck yeah. There's a whole patio outside. I mean, what else do you need? They come... We end up, I mean, nothing really crazy happened. We were just able to kind of, I mean, they told us everything that happened. And uh, we shared a few more drinks. And that was about it. It was kind of the end of the charade. Well, I just remember getting there. And both me and Eric were like, you guys will never guess the night that we just had. I'm, I'm pretty sure they could see it on our face. Like, we were just stressed yeah. <laughs> and angry. Y'all still had shock on your face. We yeah. did. And we walk in. I remember I spoke to the bartender. And I'm like, I need two drinks and two shots. Like, right now. This, I am exhausted. I am tired. I have dealt with bullshit. I, I, I need, I need, please give me a shot. And I just remember telling the story over and over. Everyone's like, what happened? And I'm like, oh, y'all never guess this shit. By the end of the night, when we finally got home, I've never been so excited to see my bed and just to be able to lay there and just like turn it all off. We were exhausted. Yes. Like it felt like I just ran like a 10 mile marathon. Marathons are 26. Whatever. I get your point. (laughs) (laughs) An abbreviated marathon, but nonetheless. Some might say a half marathon. Some might say I'm stupid. (laughs) Some. (sighs) You said it. Yeah, you said it. Bounty Hunter was being a bit dramatic, and she was very drunk, but she uh, was not exaggerating that she could not walk on her ankle. She actually did shatter her ankle. <laughs> like, Somehow. She she sent me an x-ray and was like, what do you think of this? And I was like, uh, "That that's broken. That's no blame. <laughs> that's broken. <laughs> <laughs> I bet that hurt, didn't it? <laughs> I tried to tell you. Well, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, kind of. But yeah, she uh, did actually shatter her ankle. And speaking of marathons, if y'all are interested in like what you hear, we are on the Instagram. We are stories from the phone book. And we are also on the Twitter. Dot, 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 dot. Oh, too soon. Ooh. Phone book thoughts. He's thoughting early. <laughs> He's thoughting early. He's thoughting and plotting. <laughs> anyway. All right. <laughs> that was the story of Mr. Yodel Kid and the shit show that was. So um, stay stupid, fuckers, and cheers. Cheers.